welcome to A Case of the Mondays, the show where we preview, review, and get in our feelings about all things Baxter related. I'm your host, Mike Kyle, and once again, for the final time this season, I am joined by my cousin, BC, Brendan Coyne. Brendan, how are you doing today after the season finale? Dude, I just said this to you, I'm nervous, and I don't know why. I feel like Because this is going to be epic. This needs to be epic. People want this to be epic. We are going to make this our best show yet. I'm determined we are going to find a way. I came over to your place and we watched it. We were freaking out together. Just unbelievable. And we are recording this. This is after Tuesday's episode. We didn't have a podcast yesterday. Because honestly, we kind of just felt like with the way everything transpired, there wasn't a whole lot to talk about and everything that there was. uh, We kind of nailed it on the head exactly how it would all play out. We figured that Madison was going to leave in some fashion. That sure hit. And then it would pretty much be Hannah Ann and whatever would transpire after that to ultimately end up with what we got today. Yeah, I mean, I just, I'm struggling to put stuff into words right now. My mind's going a mile a minute. I didn't take a lick of notes. No, we did not. The last two episodes. It just didn't seem right. Mm -hmm. I wanted to live in the moment. For sure. This is going to be crazy. Wild. Wild. I, where do we start? So I don't even know. That, that's the question right now. So the way that we wanted to structure this show specifically is, as Brendan said, we didn't want to take notes. We wanted to just kind of live react to things. And I think the best way to just do this, as we've done all season, is just go chronologically. Yeah, I mean, and, it makes most makes the most sense. A lot went on the last two days. Right. So a lot to cover. I just want to start with Monday, and I don't want to spend a whole lot of time with this because you guys want us to talk about Tuesday's episode. You guys don't give a shit about Monday. You guys are here for Tuesday. But we do need to spend some time on it because we didn't have an episode yesterday. So, Brennan, if we can, we need to rewind the clock back 24 hours. It seems like a long 24 hours ago, that's maybe, for sure. Maybe the longest 24 hours. So... Let's fly, let's let's go back. We're in Australia. We have the land down under. The land down under. We have Hannah Ann and Madison. The final two. Yesterday they meet the parents. Yes. Let's start off with Hannah Ann. Meets the parents. And honestly, I don't think it could have went any better. No, she clearly made just an amazing impression on them. Amazing might be the understatement. Uh, it here. might. It might. And I think we saw the way that Peter's parents reacted today and that just made it more clear clear yeah. of how big of an impression hannah and left on them after that meeting it is it was unbelievable so like during that moment of time like you know we're watching these things unfold and as you said you know it was incredible the way that she handled meeting the parents and the parents immediately fell in love with her and it seemed like okay like like this as you said it was as good as it could have possibly gone And then we have what happens with Madison when Madison meets the parents again, actually for the second time. And that's the thing that makes this whole thing really weird as we're going to talk a lot about the dynamic between Madison against his parents, that steel cage match that we, that we, that we all want. Yikes. You would think that her parents would still like, there would be some level of comfort with Madison after the fact that they already met before. Yeah. You know, they, that was the, that was the first that was the first one on one date was meeting her was meeting Peter's parents at their wedding vow renewal, and so you'd figure there'd be like some sort of like familiarity there, and there wasn't that whatsoever. Well, and it's not like that one on one date with his family went poorly or anything no, like that great. either. I it mean, went great. I thought that she made a really good impression on them, and obviously we found out a lot more of the behind Later. the scenes right. stuff about for sure why Madison rubbed them the wrong way tonight which we will talk about which later we will talk about later but yeah i think it was just amazing to see the impression that hannah ann yes. left on her parents even to this day yeah even to this day and they had you know, they had the barb cam going all episode Babs, Babs is mad it was uh it was wild you know she was still glowing with excitement when hannah ann was talking when hannah ann walked into the room and then that vibe flipped completely when Madison entered the stage. Like we said, we're going to get to this a little bit later. We are just kind of trying to hit all all the dots here. So if we lose you, hopefully we'll hopefully we will regain you within 15 seconds or so. Because we are going to kind of bounce back and forth all over the place here. It's all going to make sense though uh, when we when we come to a final conclusion. So then we go a step further with their final one-on-one dates in Australia, and after an amazing helicopter ride. 
Madison sits Peter down and says, I can't do this anymore. And, and she she leaves. And it was clearly a very difficult conversation to have. For sure. And I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't. I thought that we would, you know, see them turn a corner. Okay. I thought that it would be like, all right, this is it. Peter would be like, I'm going to marry this girl. She's the one I want to be with. Game over. It did not happen like that. And it's kind of crazy. I was sitting there just absolutely shocked that what I was seeing was what was going on. So that's interesting to hear you say that you were shocked about what you saw. Because I wasn't. I wasn't whatsoever. I've been saying for three weeks now, I'm like, we're going to get Colton 2.0. It turns out we got Ari 2.0. So that, that part was wrong. But my general premise, I felt like, was very correct. Madison was going to leave, and it was ultimately going to turn into, all right, how does he get her back? So to see her leave, that didn't shock me at all. And in fact, honestly, all of Monday's episode, I was pretty annoyed with. And that was just from the standpoint of, I felt like it was painfully obvious what was going to happen. I actually titled our preview show, This Seems Obvious. And so I was just kind of putting my feet up and just waiting. And I was waiting for something to happen. And at that point, nothing really did. Yes, Madison got sent home, but I was expecting the fireworks to kind of jumpstart a little bit. And they really didn't. The tip of the iceberg happened, but I was expecting a little bit more. And so in that sense, all of Monday's episode, I was just like, come on, you're dragging this out. We know how this thing's going to work. So let's just get on with it. And that's what we got uh, in Tuesday's episode, tonight's episode. However, we, are, we do have to talk about Hannah Ann's one-on-one date, which you want to talk about a recovery Peter's ability to push through all the drama that happened with Madison literally two days before and go 100% effort with Hannah Ann during that kangaroo date, that safari date, that, that was unbelievable to watch. Yeah, and we didn't know it was only two days between that. They don't, uh, yeah. We don't get any timelines in the, you know, in the heat of the moment, but yeah. I agree with you. It obviously, Madison... Obviously happened before the whole Hannah Ann thing. And you're right. I mean, for him to just turn the corner, or it seemed like he turned the corner, obviously he did it. Even just fake it till you make it. Like, that is hard That's hard. And he sold her hook, line, and sinker. Sure did. That he was all in. And he had me convinced that he was all in. He did an incredible job of just pushing. I... I'll say, I don't think I could have done that. There's, I, there's, there's, not, no, ch- there's no chance no, in hell. No. I I mean, breakups suck. <laughs> breakups period. when you period. Breakups suck, love period. somebody or are like fully invested in somebody are just a whole different animal to catch. Yeah. To wrap your head around. Like... I don't know. I just don't know how he did that. Like, he had me convinced. He had Hannah Ann convinced. I think he had most of the people convinced that she was it. It, And he was happy with that. It even got to a point yesterday where I actually wanted Hannah Ann to win. And that was something I haven't said in a few weeks. And so, I guess, you know, I do feel like, like I said, ultimately, I kind of had a feeling of how this whole thing was going to... uh, how this whole thing was going to play out. But even just to put on a display like that and watch their connection on screen, it kind of just got to a point where it's just like, yo, I actually want Hannah Ann to come out the winner with this. You know, I, I actually said during the podcast, the preview show, I'm like, if I'm Peter right now, I'm picking Hannah Ann. And to your point, he sold that incredibly well. He did. And I've been pretty adamant this whole you know, season of this podcast that I've never been a big fan of right. Hannah Ann. But I've also said, like, I don't know why. Yeah. Like, I don't know why I didn't like her. I don't know why I didn't want her to win. But, honestly, as it was all unfolding, I was happy for them. Yeah. I was, I was totally happy for mm-hmm. them. I'm like, all right, for this sure. is great. And as it rolled into today's show, I was rooting for them. I'm like, I want this to end right now. Yeah. I want sure. this to end because this seems perfect. Yeah. It seems perfect for both of them. Yeah, I think perfect's the right word because that was what I did. I did such a poor job of explaining why I felt why I would have picked Hannah Ann if I was him. And so I kind of want to revisit that a little bit right now, just very, very briefly. 
I felt like the way that their personalities were, as Peter said tonight, actually, she just has, like, this beautiful innocence about her. And I felt like with his, I guess, boyish personality, that fit so well together. And so because of that, you know, we didn't necessarily see, like, some strong emotional connection between them. But I felt like just personality-wise, they matched up really well. And for me personally, that's something that I look for in people. Like, how... If, if you can gel like that in that way, specifically just because that is such a powerful dynamic, then I feel like the rest is kind of smooth sailing to say it, to put it, put it very short. Oh, I would agree. Compatibility is so important. Right. And just being able to be yourself and feel 100% comfortable around the person you're dating is a game changer. For sure. Like if you can't, if you don't feel like you can be yourself, it's never going to work. For sure. And never going to work. And we got that with those two. So that's why I, that's why I kind of did like that. I wasn't, I was never out on Hannah Ann per se, but I was, I was kind of off. I was, I was going towards the dock. I was ready to jump ship. And, uh, ultimately, you know, it just got to the point, like you said, you even started rooting for her. Yeah. And unfortunately, uh, that's going to lead us into today's episode. Wow. So I don't even know where to start. Once again, chronologically, it's the, it's my mind is blown. It's the only way to do this because otherwise we might be here forever. It might go, this podcast might go all night. <laughs> I might have to call off work tomorrow. It very well could. All right. Well, let's just get, let's jump right into this. I think I need a moment. All right. All right. Take, take your deep breath. Let's get it into this. We start the episode out blazing out of the gate. And that's what I loved about this. Before we even dive into this episode, the thing I loved about this episode was the pace that we went at for this. Yesterday, my like I said, I was super annoyed. I'm like, you're dragging this out. We know how this thing's gonna play out. Like, just, let's just get on with it. They got on with it during Tuesday's episode. So we start off. It Matt, Maddie's gone. Maddie's out of the picture, and we start off with Peter really just like necessarily kind of like reflecting, and like he knows what he has to do. You know, he knows that he loves Hannah Ann, and like he's gotta. In the words of his mother, he's gotta follow God's plan for him. Bring her home to us. Yes, bring her home to us. Babs. Oh, God. I have choice words, which I, which will happen later. So then we actually cut to Hannah Ann. And Hannah Ann is losing her shit. She's laying on the bed in her dress, and she's like, I don't know what I can do. Like, I'm struggling with this. And she it, she's spiraling heavily. Cut to the podium. The uh, Call it the podium? The stage? What do you want to call this? We'll call it the stage. We'll whatever. call it a stage. Cut to the... The cut to the stage. Peter's out there, and we finally get the moment of the season. Yeah. Chris Harrison walks up to Peter and says, Peter, I just found this out. And what he found out was there was a chance that Hannah Ann would not be going to the ceremony at all, which leaves Peter at zero. Yeah. Like, game's over. Well, and after seeing how excited he was... To propose to Hannah Ann. To propose to Hannah Ann... FaceTimes her dad. Yes, I forgot about that. Asked his permission to propose. Yep. I was like, holy smokes. Like This is actually happening. This is legit. This is real. This is what's going to happen. He seemed all in. He seemed like he was 100% sure. And then, let's like you said, Chris Harrison drops a bomb. We don't know if Hannah Ann's going to show up. Yeah, the look. Wild. The look of... All of our faces watching that. That was we wild. All, we all just kind of looked at each other and we're like, "Oh shit!" Wait, what? I mean, because we we made a ton, we've made a ton of predictions. That was not it <laughs> over the course of this show, and even in the pre last preview show, we've made some predictions, but that not was not what I was expecting. No, not at all. So ultimately, uh, Peter freaks out, and once again, they kind of they did like I understand why they showed what they showed with him freaking out because that's obviously a massive thing. But it ultimately didn't result in anything because Hannah Ann starts walking down. She gets out of the car. And it was so funny because she was walking through rocks with heels on. And I was like, oh, boy. I can't even imagine what that's like. Yeah, that's got to be hell. I've only worn high heels once. <laughs> I'm not. I'm kidding. I, I'm not. I was going to say, I'm I not, not going to probe that question any further. So ultimately, she gets to the podium. And boom, we get a proposal. And I want to spend some time talking about the proposal. Because you were... Kind of out on it. I know you said that you, you know, you were rooting for Hannah Ann, 
but her reaction really took you the wrong way. You started saying it looked fake, it didn't look good. Yeah. Go ahead. Do you have any? Can you elaborate? No, I on mean, that? I, I, at first I thought it looked a little fake, but you know, it. She was just shocked. She, like he had never expressed to her that he loved her. Yeah. That he was in love with her, and I can only imagine what it's like to be in that moment and for her to hear those words. It must have just been well, like a shock. She was just yeah. shocked. She was like literally in a state of shock and she just didn't know what to do. She didn't know what to say. So I think I just read the situation wrong. I don't think she okay. was being fake by any means. Um, but yeah. So it's funny that you just said that, uh, that he, you know, that he, he was very, I'll say reserved when expressing his feelings towards Hannah Ann. And what you just triggered was what happened Monday, which we didn't, which we didn't talk about really, because it's just like a point that happens, and there's not a whole lot to discuss there. But they were in the hotel room, and Hannah Ann is like, "I keep giving, I keep giving, and I'm getting nothing back from you." And so she actually kind of hinted that she was breaking then. And so to say to your point, where she then you know gets proposed to, and she's just shocked because she never heard like those words from him. You know, that's something I didn't think about. That's something I didn't piece together until just now. So yeah, shocked. It was. A wild proposal, I'll say. It went all over the place. And at that point, he actually dropped Madison's name during it, which felt a little bit off-putting. Yeah, like I thought he actually said the wrong name I for saw, a second. And I, I saw was other like, people say that too. What? Yeah. I was like, oh boy, this is going to get bad real quick it's one of those things like when like when like you're kayaking and you make a wrong turn and you start going into like the trees and you're like ah boy i gotta try and yeah the canoe's steer, about the tip yeah steer this ship as fast as you can to get it swung the other way it was something man you know and so ultimately they they're they're engaged crazy i was not expecting that i wasn't i wasn't in the i wasn't expecting them to get engaged but as soon, because my whole theory has been Colton 2.0, he's going to drop Hannah Ann and then leave Madison, which ultimately did happen, but we got an Ari situation instead of Colton. Yeah. And even though, and it, it, it even went a step further because we didn't really get a resolution until tonight, ultimately, with the live show. So, they're engaged. You know, time's passed. They aren't really allowed to, like, see each other or anything. Um... I think they said a, a month, month had they passed. Said, they said a month. So they meet up in person a month later, we'll say. Uh, and that's... Hang on. Before we continue with this, the one issue that I have with this show entirely, I would love to get timestamps. I need to know the dates of which this happened and how much time has passed. Yeah. I think if they were to add that to the show, it would create such a more well-rounded experience for the audience to piece together how much time has passed. Well, because that's important for relationships. You need to know. You need to have like those benchmarks of, oh, this event happened then, and then this turnaround happened a week later, two well, weeks later. And even just to jump ahead a little bit, it would even be interesting to see when you know Madison flies to L.A., yes. meets with Peter— what was that time frame between yes, we need, him? We need to know these things. Them meeting up and the and the live finale today was it a couple of weeks? Was it a month? I think they ultimately say it was like a week. Yeah, two I, weeks. I can't remember. Yeah. but just to piggyback on what you said, completely agree. I think it would just help a lot of people wrap their head around things and understand situations a little better. Yeah, for sure. So they, Hannah Ann and Peter, they meet a month later. And you could see right off the bat, right off the bat, the two were struggling. Oof. There, there were issues being, uh, being shown immediately, and uh, it ultimately led to uh, Peter saying goodbye to Hannah Ann, and what was maybe one of the most powerful breakups I've seen on TV. It was, and she cooked him. She cooked him so bad, and. It honestly changed my entire perspective on Hannah Ann. Okay. Like, I think I've been pretty adamant the entire season that I wasn't a fan. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a good reason. I don't know why I felt that way, but the way she handled that, just like all the power to her. Yeah, for sure. Like, she handled it like a champ. She said exactly what she needed to say. And I just don't think any person could have handled that situation better. Better, better than she did. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, I would not have been able to handle that 
in the way that she did. I'm trying incredible. to incredible. I'm trying to reflect on the way that I was handled because that was at this time two hours uh, before we started recording at this current time frame. Um, one of the quotes that stuck out to me was that she said something along the lines of, "You know, I've given you everything." Everything that I could have, I understood what you were going through and I would always be your rock and I wasn't getting, I'm not getting that in return. Something along those lines. And he responded saying, you know, that he, he must have told her about Maddie during that month span and what exactly went down. Because he said a few times that, you know, he's like, I've been as open and honest as I possibly could with you. And like, I'm sorry that like, this is the way that it happened, but I gave my heart to two people and I can't give you everything that you've been giving me. And I gotta say, what a tough look tonight for Peter. Yeah. And part of me wants to, like, give him the benefit of the doubt. Oh, it's gotta be impossible. Like, let's not get that twisted. This, like, that, like, this is impossible. In the heat of the moment, you know, Madison leaves. He's trying to come to grips with that. But he has this other girl, Hannah Ann, in front of him, who has openly expressed for a while now... That she loves him, it's easy to rationalize that he can make that work. That he has enough strong feelings towards her that he can turn around and propose to her. So part of me wants to sympathize with him for just, I think he felt like he could do it. See, I don't think, he, that. this is where we disagree a little bit here. But I, I don't want to sympathize with him because... He shouldn't have jumped into it yes. the way that he did. It's his I, own fault. I feel like he settled. He settled. He settled. And this was something. And she said, and Hannah Ann said that repeatedly. Yeah. Hannah Ann, like, going back to your point about the way that Hannah Ann handled this, dude, like, and we'll, we'll talk about this to what, for what she said during their interaction face to face during the live portion. But, dude, we watched a man get murdered on live TV. <laughs> <laughs> we really did. That was awesome. That was great. That made me laugh when you said that. Yeah, that was that was my quote of the night for sure. It was she brought the shovel over like li- the way that she handled that breakup in the like. All right, so she calls out Peter for all of his actions and the, the thing, the things that he's done quote wrong. Like, yes, there is an element to that, but there's also like the show element where it's like shit. Like, I didn't expect to fall in love with people, and I did. Like, there's not much I can do there, hun. Like, sorry to break that to you. But then to take that a step further, and she lambasted him, and I don't, and I feel so bad right now because I don't remember the exact words, but just imagine that you're in a relationship, and then all of a sudden you start seeing red flags, and then one pops up, and then it's three, and then it's five, and all of a sudden the puzzle pieces start coming together of all the things wrong here, and she laid out those perfectly to a t there was not a misstep in what she was doing it was executed flawlessly and it ended with her putting the ring back in his hand and says keep the ring well and in normal relationships as relationship progress 99 percent of people who are in relationships aren't getting engaged after two months right so it's easier to take the red flags in stride because the relationship is new. You're still learning about the person and you have no plans yep. to propose or make it anything too serious too soon. Yeah. So, I mean, I get it about the red flags, but it's just a unique situation. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, unique situation for sure. But I, I was more so just like applauding how she was able to piece it all together. Like she, yeah, it was, she crushed it. Yeah, like she crushed it. It somehow felt like it was seemingly thought out for a few weeks per se, but then all, but then finally put together at once. And that how it was put together at the end was just masterful by her, and it ultimately resulted in their breakup. And that's not and that's not something that that's not something that we want to see. You know, we we this is we are a pro love podcast. Amen. Obviously, with the way that we do this thing, and it was. It was tough. So then let's just move on to the live portion with her. So they bring out Peter and then they bring out Hannah Ann. I was expecting it to be a lot more brutal. Like they She cooked s- him again. She definitely cooked him again, but I don't know. I mean, like they seemed like they were in a good place with each other. No. I thought so. Like 
Are we talking about like the live show? Like they were at a good place there? Yeah, I mean, like I think they had both come to, to terms with the situation. They both said what they needed to say, and they were ready to move on. She yeah. definitely cooked him, but she was in a completely different place than she was when he first broke up with her. I uh, one of the things I noticed was the dress she was wearing. It was the nice red dress, and I'm like, we call that. Hey, look at what you're missing out on, dress. That was a look, and that was so obvious. Didn't Beyonce say, got it, flaunt it? <laughs> sure did. So, for me, when Hannah Ann comes out, and they are, you know, they're sitting on the couch. And it's funny, before they even sat down on the couch, she gave him a half hug. So you could tell that she was still it was, pissed it off. It was, as they say in the wedding crashers, the ass out hug. For sure. <laughs> and uh, then we just got we just got right into it. And, you know, he kept... My problem with Peter during that part, and, you know, there's not a whole lot you can say because your back is against the wall, so I get that. But, dude, once again, the epitome of this live show was the theme throughout the whole season. And that was these girls ran circles around Peter. And it was, I've never seen anything like this in my four years of watching this show. Yeah, it just seems like he was never in control. Never in control. Never in control. And we saw that once again tonight. And the funny thing that happened during... The point where she's cooking Peter, they got the little camera going on Barb. Oh, Babs. And why do you call her Babs? I'm so confused isn't, by that. Isn't Babs the nickname for Barbara? I don't know. <laughs> if not, I'm going to look like a total idiot. All right, I'll roll with it regardless. So they keep showing this close-up of Barb. And Barb is applauding her son getting cooked. Yeah. I'm so confused by this. I mean, it's, it's one. I think it's so funny for Barb to stay in character and be so pro Hannah Ann. But at the same time, we're getting the notion where it's just like, Barb, like Barb is cooking her own son in the process. Like, you fucked up. This is what you did wrong. You should have never let her go. And that's been the theme. I would like to quickly chime in and say that I googled the nicknames for Barbara. And those nicknames include Bab, Babs, Barbie, Barbie with a Y, and Bobby. So I'm not crazy. Thank goodness. All right. I'm glad you were able to. I love how fast you were able to, to jump in on that. It was just. It was it was unbelievable to watch that whole thing play out. Though. Well, and it's like you said. Like, I don't know. I was starting to feel bad for Peter the way his mom was treating him. Yeah. I... We need to. I know. I I want to get into Barb so bad right now, but we have like we gotta wait. We, we gotta wait. We Just a little wait. longer. We have Just a little to wait. longer. Deep breaths. So then, I keep saying so then to, to make my transition. I am very self conscious about it, so I'll try and stop that. Chris Harrison. Chris Harrison tonight was the ultimate point guard for the win. The ultimate point guard, putting people in the right position to be successful. The ultimate wingman. And has he ever done something like that before? There's no way. There's no way he has. I was going to say, not since we've started watching, Not for since sure. we've started watching, for sure. And I've said, I've told this to multiple other people, I would pay an absurd amount of money to be best friends with Chris Harrison. What he did tonight proved that. Well, and just a quick side note, we don't have to get into this. I would be really curious to know what his relationship is like with the previous Bachelor and Bachelorettes to this day. Very strong. I, from what I know. From wouldn't, what I, from wouldn't, what surprise, I know. wouldn't surprise me one bit. Because obviously there's been a lot, but not enough where it's like he has to maintain this, these relationships no. with 100, 150 people. Uh, apparently, and I hope I'm not speaking out of turn when I say this, but from what I've heard from other people, that he literally is like an open lifeline to them. Like you get in that show, you get in like that family per se, like you're there for life, which is super dope. Because I'm not sure how that works with, you know, with other reality shows per se. And I think since you said that, it makes it like that much easier to like believe it. Believe it. Yeah, that's that's why I And love to so appreciate much. what he's doing that much more. Exactly, for sure. So what we're what we're alluding to is he act he flies to Auburn, Alabama and meets with Madison and says, "Listen, Peter just broke it off with Hannah Ann. How are you feeling about Peter right now?" Let's, your move. Let, like, balls in your court. Like, this is, like, whatever you want to do. Peter doesn't know I'm here. Like, let's see what we can do right here. And I thought, you know, Madison Madison does her typical thing where it's just like, hey, you know, like, these past few months, like, they've sucked. You know, I haven't gotten him out of my head. I still, he still has a huge piece of my heart, X, Y, Z. 
typical stuff what happens post breakup and if you're and if you were broken up with even though that's the thing right she broke up with him and she said that like she regrets that decision my favorite quote and i don't know if it was just because like the way madison said it but madison's just like all right like like let's go to la and i was was not expecting that to me it was kind of like all right like let's like let's dust yourself off yeah let's go get our man back like i thought he would have to convince her a lot more right and it didn't happen it was just so natural like it was just like all right let's do this right for sure loved it so that was probably my favorite moment i guess of this episode because first off it matches my my theory so shouts to me and then also just it it felt like it was so it was so athlete and that's just you know we've talked before like that's like that's the space that me and brendan both come from and we're just like all right like you got your ass kicked. She took a charge, got called for a block, but Boom. she got right back up exactly. and hit a three. Perfectly. Perfect example and analogy for you right there. So then we're cut to a scene of Peter just looking in the backyard of the pool for some reason. And Madison comes trotting into the backyard. I wonder what they told him. They told him that Chris was coming. Okay. That Because that's one of the things. He, go, he told Chris during the live event, during the live portion, that he's like, I was expecting you to come out. Yeah. So I feel like I told him like, hey, like, like we need a shot of like you and Chris. Chris could come out and talk to you a little bit about. Yeah, what I mean, hand-hand. probably a little after show. Yeah, right. Filming something like that. Something yeah. like that. Right. Just bullshit. Yeah, for sure. And ultimately, it's Madison that goes into the backyard, and their, I guess, reactions of seeing each other. It's like you knew, like yeah. it was one of those things. Like their eyes lit up. And it's not like they had like this event where it's like slow motion running towards each other or anything like that. But it was just kind of like a natural, like a, a, almost a release. Yeah. I guess that's that's the word I want to use. It was just like this release of pressure and like of all the things that have happened since Australia. So just all the buildup of everything. Yeah. Like the walls once again just came down. Yeah. You know, so to me, like that, that was a really cool moment. And, and that was like how... Close to the live show today. That's the couple question. Of weeks, and this is why we. That's why we. St- that's why we kind of briefly said like we need timestamps because that's what sparked this thing for us. Or that that's what sparked that thought. How? What was that time frame between him meeting Madison again and the live show? I'm gonna say it was a week. I feel like that just appropriately fits. But even then, who knows? Who knows? Who actually knows? Um. So they talk, and it was a very sweet moment, I felt like. Um, they understood the mistakes that they both made, and they both acknowledged them, which I thought was super dope. And ultimately, it was just kind of like, all right, so like, so what do we do now? Yeah. And I think we were all waiting for that for so long. Mm-hmm. I think that a lot of people, including myself, expected Madison to win. To be that person yeah. at the end. From the, that yeah, from the jump we said. He line. was going to propose to. And, I mean, we can talk about this more in a little bit. I don't know if I would call her a winner. I don't know if I would call her the winner. But, like I said, at that point, I think everybody was hoping to see that. Yeah. Or maybe not everybody, but a lot of people were hoping to see that. I feel like we were all hoping to see it because it's what we anticipated from the jump. And yeah. there is that validation of, you know, being right. This is the podcast we give takes. I want to be right. It's, yeah, I mean, it's I natural. think we've both been pretty high on Madison the entire season. Right, yeah. I mean, I took I took her number one overall in our draft. Uh, I forgot about that. Yeah, that's the thing. By the way, I won that. W. <laughs> Big dubs. Uh, and even, like, before then, though, like, it was so abundantly obvious from the jump that they had a connection. And so to be able to have that and see it all play out, definitely different than we all expected it to, I'll say, just from, from a macro sense of this season. Uh, it, was, it was dope to see that connection happen again, I'll say. So now, this is where shit gets crazy. They bring Maddie out for the live show after Hannah Ann was just on with Peter. It's t- Brennan, it's time. We uh we we gotta talk some shit to Barb. Maddie comes on, and you know, 
crowd, crowd loves Maddie. Like Maddie's been a fan favorite all season. No and doubt. The amount, no doubt. the amount of social media attention she has gotten, like it's so clear. It's so clear that Hannah Ann and Maddie were like one and two for this season, just as a collective basis. And they once again put this camera on Barb, and this camera does not move. And they actually caught off something where she whispered to Pete Senior's ear. And we don't know what she said, but that camera cut. Do you have it? I've been I've been getting a few texts. Okay. Now, I don't know how reliable this is. Okay. My sister sent me a few of these, and I believe it. When Chris asked Peter's dad to say something, Barb turned to him and said, Diago mal ayudame. And forgive me, my Spanish is not perfect. Which means, say something bad, help me. Whoa, what? Yes. Barb turned to Peter's dad and said in Spanish, say something bad, help me. Can I, can I get a source on this, please? I, I've just got a few screenshots from my sister. Oh my gosh. Yada, yada, yada. Got a message saying that Peter's mom said... To the dad, say something bad, help me in Spanish. Wow, wow, wow. Can someone please confirm? I... That's crazy. And I don't know. I think there's going to be a lot of stuff that comes out after this about what's going on and all that sort. But just something to ponder. Shit. I have... I know what I want to do right now, but we're in the middle of recording and I can't get an answer in time fast enough. Damn it. All right. So that, that stinks. I'm pissed about that. Um, so Maddie comes out, and Maddie just kind of, you know, Chris is naturally going to ask her questions, you know, how did it feel to see Peter again? And, you know, we got the standard answer, like, it felt great, blah, blah, You know, how do you see things moving going forward? And we get those answers. You know, it's it's the same, it's the same just basic routine of, you know, how, you know, how do you see this evolving? And this camera is just on Barb, and Barb is just pissed. Now... We're obviously going to get into the conversation that happened a little bit more. Yeah. But who do you think comes off as the biggest villain? Dude, it's Barb. Yeah, I don't know how it does it. We all want to put Barb on a spike right now. Hashtag send Barb to Mars. Because I understand her frustration with Peter because Hannah Ann made such a good impression. And we didn't know... That Madison kept them waiting, or apparently kept them waiting. Three hours. For three hours. But I feel like Madison hasn't done anything... Wrong. I don't want to say she hasn't done anything wrong, but I don't think she's done anything bad enough... Malicious. ...to justify Barbara, Babs, Barbie (laughs) feeling like that. And to have all that animosity towards Madison, I think, is... I don't want to say unfair because she's entitled to her opinion, but I just don't think that Madison did anything explicitly wrong that should allow Babs to feel like that. I have so many thoughts here, and... It's hard to wrap... I'm still having trouble wrapping my head around everything that happened yeah i'm honestly it's funny because i'm even forgetting like what she was saying to what madison was saying to chris just because like that opening conversation as you said like we're gonna get into it a little bit more here i'm honestly forgetting like there's just so many things that have happened tonight and i feel like for me me personally i've had experiences with parents that i didn't necessarily get along get along with so I sympathize greatly with Madison during this. And I was just in that thing where it's just like, Barb, get the hell out. And But that's that's the other thing too. So I'm somebody in gen, just in general life, it takes a lot for me to value the opinion of another person about my life because I'm so independent. I'm so, this is my life. I'm going to do X, Y, Z the way I want. And if you don't like it, like that's on you. And so I guess to see Peter who is older than me by about five years. Peter's 28, I'm 23. So to see Peter still kind of be like controlled by his mom and his family in this way, it was kind of jarring just because even like, I'm the extreme, I'm the extreme the other way. But Peter is like the opposite of me, like the like the opposite end of the spectrum entirely. And I would actually applaud Peter on Monday's episode 
when his mom got into it with with about Madison, and he's just like, and at that time, his mom was forcing Hannah Ann down his throat, and he's like, stop, like stop what you're doing right now, you know. So he kind of even noticed enough of the bullshit, right? And even even in situations when I feel like parents don't particularly care about their son or daughter's significant other, like at the end of the day you're still going to support them. You're still going to try to give your best effort as a parent to show your son or daughter that you're making an effort. But she isn't. That's the thing. But she's not. To be friendly or pleasant or whatever with with their significant other. She is being so mean to Madison. It's like the door's been shut. It's never going to be reopened. And she has just completely... Close the door on Madison and Peter's relationship. One of the things that she said that Barb said during this, Chris asked, like, hey, like, do you think, like, like, there, like there's a way to, like, move forward from this? And she she said no. She's like, no, like, well, she didn't say no explicitly, but she's like, our family knows, Peter's friends know that, like, this is never going to work. And I was like, what the fuck? What are we doing here? Like, first off, like, that's your kid. And, like, I guess to even just do, like, this 180 of I'm going to support him, like... Who cares if he didn't pick the girl that you wanted? That's what she you knew. What she said. She said he needs to fail to, to succeed. succeed. What, mom? Uh, Babs, come on! It was unbelievable. I looked at we looked at each other, and our jaws were on the floor. Crazy. What? I don't. In I have so many thoughts. I'm gonna start with this. I texted my mom actually yesterday. And I sent the screenshot to you. You, did. I think. you did. So. Me and my mom are really funny. We have a great relationship. But our taste, especially for, like, girls on this show, are totally different. Every girl I like, she hates and vice versa. And so I've actually, like, kind of low-key, like, jokingly come to the reality that my mom is not going to like my wife very much. And I say that lovingly and jokingly. So I texted my mom yesterday. I said, what would happen if you didn't like my wife? Slash what, hap- slash what would happen if you wanted me to stay with one person and I decided to break up with them? And she said, it's your life, your choice, with a smiley face emoji. And I didn't want to dive into the weeds of that, but I just felt like my mom understood me to that point where it's just like, hey, you're going to do what, you're, what you want to do, and I probably won't have much of an influence. Although, I would I would obviously enjoy, I want to have like a relationship, a relationship with your wife. And so, I guess for Barb to be like this family first person, and not even give Madison a chance, feels so backwards to me yeah i i'm just still surprised about everything that went down because she clearly cares about peter so much that she literally broke down in tears hysterically Mm -hmm. when he told them that he proposed to hannah ann so obviously peter's happiness is important to her but is it, is it like, what is her MO? What know. is she trying to get out of all this? Is she trying to find a girl that she thinks is right for Peter or what? She doesn't trust Peter whatsoever. It's very obvious. Yeah. She runs. Probably because of she the runs, Bachelorette. She, probably because of Hannah Brown. She runs his life. Yeah. And it's very obvious. And I don't know if you know this or not. Peter actually still lives with a, He still lives at home. Wowza. I don't know if you know that or not. Wowza. So that. that she does his laundry for sure. <laughs> so that's the interesting thing here. You know, it adds a whole nother layer to it because of how close he is with his family. And, you know, like I said, like the ideal situation is to always have a good relationship with your spouse's parent, with your in-laws. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone wants to have nope, a bad. Right. Nobody, right. Nobody, like, yeah, like, that's... Like, when you meet a significant other's parents, you're not thinking, oh, how can I hate this right. person's mom and dad? Exactly. You don't want to do that. No one goes into that situation thinking, like, how am I going to make a bad impression? Yeah, that's not, yeah, that's not what you want to do. No. Not at all. It's not no, like one, no one in their right mind would do something like that. I'm going to walk in, meet his parents for the first time, and be like... Fuck you. Yeah. yeah. What, like, what are we doing Like, here? moon them or something. Yeah. Like, like, why would anyone want to do that? Yeah. Uh, it's... I don't know, man. It's... And that's where this episode kind of lost both of us. It just got to a point where it was so uncomfortable. Yeah. 
It to me, it felt like Maury or the Springfield Joe. Yeah, it might as it might as well have been, honestly. And I don't know. I think that it'll be jumping the gun a little bit. I'll be really interested to see how this all plays out. Like I don't know what to expect, and I will give Madison props because she didn't take. All that BS. For the, for the second time. And I feel like I glossed over this. The We didn't talk about this. And I feel so bad now because I just thought of it. Because you just brought that up. But this is the second time now that Madison has clapped back at his mom. And Mad- she should. The first time was during Monday's episode. When Barb was saying how it wasn't fair to give him an ultimatum and things like that. And we talk about this. We don't really have a problem with it. Uh, and then, uh, you know, understand the show that you're on, of course. Um... So she clapped back then and like, hey, I'm me. I have my expectations. I'm not going to. It's a two-way street. Yeah, it's a two-way street. It's a two-way street. And at the end of the day, yes, Peter is the bachelor. But, but this is our relationship. Yeah. She's sure. got a, She's in it just as much as he is. Exactly. And so that was the first clap back. Loved it and from listen, her. I think she handled the situation poorly. You thought Madison handled the situation poorly? No, like... I thought that she handled the ending of the relationship with Peter poorly. Okay. Like the whole breakup. Like I thought she did a terrible job with that. Like why don't we talk, why, why didn't we talk about that then? She's all over the place. Just like rambly and not like Yeah. Like I thought she did a terrible job with that. I can I can see I can see why his parents have some animosity toward her. But I'm still struggling to understand why there's so much animosity. Yeah, it, it is. There, it's 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 an unfathomable amount for such a short amount of time. So here's the thing that Barb kind of like. Barb was saying like the reason why you know we don't like her is because I asked her if she was in love with my son, and she said like kind of like she never really gave like a firm answer. Where Hannah Ann was so 110% committed. And then also she went on to say, you know, we were waiting. We flew halfway across the world. Or halfway across the world? How far? She did say halfway across the country. Yeah, 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 across the world. Oh, Uh, Babs. So So then, you know, they flew halfway across the world, you know, to meet these girls. And Madison, because of her conversation with Peter beforehand, and, you know, I'm sure we don't know time frames and things like that. But she, Barb said that they had to wait three hours before Madison came in, and she Madison didn't apologize for the wait. I don't know if I'm thinking after I'm trying to resolve this issue with my boyfriend that I need to apologize because I have other I have other shit to worry about. You yeah, know, like sorry, their, their relationship was literally in the balance during that conversation. We thought she was sorry that. that ABC. Flew your ass out to Australia for a vacation, and you had to meet your son's, one of your son's girlfriends. I'm sorry. Yeah. Tough look. Tough life. Yeah. God. All right. So, do you think that you can call Madison the winner? Because this is... Yeah. I mean, yeah. she's the last person standing. Do you call Do you call Lauren the winner with Ari? Yes, but we have time on our side there. Okay. They're married, I think. They have, yeah, they have a kid. Or they at least have a kid. Yeah, they're married. And they have so a kid. time is on our side there. And I will be really, really interested to see how this plays out over the next few months. Because I can't imagine the tension between those two that is in that studio and that house and that house right now and in the weeks to come. One of the things that I want to say you said this during when it was all airing was, uh, how how'd you phrase this? You said something along the lines of this, uh, maybe Peter and his mother's relationship has dissolved completely or there's a strain on it because of this and this was before tonight yeah and now after all that's transpired it's got like it's it's clearly worse and like i said 
This got super uncomfortable. I am going to bounce back to your thing, just, just so we're clear here. This got super uncomfortable when Chris had Peter kind of forced him to pick a side here. And to me, Chris, my man, like I said, I would pay an absurd amount of money to be your best friend. And you, you got a job to do. You do it extremely well. But that was towing the line. And I think it might have been crossed. I understand why you did it because you have to get his perspective on it. But yo, asking him to pick a side in the middle of that with his girlfriend next to him and his wife, or and his family rather, uh, 30 feet away, ah, didn't love it. You know, and Peter handled that the best he could. But, you know, I think at the end of the day, he just kind of said, like, they're going to have their opinions. But this is who I love. And if you can't see that, that's kind of on you. But to go back to your question, uh, to me, she's the winner. And that's because, to me, the winner is deemed by who is the one left standing. No matter how it plays out in the end going forward, like, this, like if this isn't the NCAA where we can just remove banners. Like, we all remembered what happened. Yeah. So for me... This is what happened. Madison is the winner. Yes, it doesn't end in an engagement or anything like that, but she is the one left standing. Okay, I agree with you. I agree that Madison is the winner. But now, you're Peter Weber right now. Okay. How do you move forward? Not just with Madison, but how do you move forward with your family? How do you move forward with all of them? Like, I can't even imagine what's going through his head right now. Like, where does he start? Where does he go with all of this? Does he get them all in the room? I mean, obviously, them sitting in a room isn't going to move this forward as evidence tonight of what happened tonight. So, like, I'm thinking, how is he going to move this forward? Can he move this forward can this relationship with Madison work? To me, and this is one man's point of view, and I, my personality is super strong, super independent. I don't give a fuck what other people think of me, things like that. It's, it's the other end of the spectrum compared to Peter's family dynamic. So for me, personally, I am taking my girlfriend, I am taking my wife, and we are going elsewhere. Like, that's just it. Like, if you, like, just because... Moving out of your mother's house, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that for, that's step one. Because, that, like, that's clear and obvious. Like, you cannot be in that environment with those... Like, while, while you're with Madison, you cannot be in an environment where you are literally with public enemy number one compared to her in her, in her eyes, 24-7 living in her home. Uh, yeah, so for me, I'm just kind of packing my things up. I'm like, you know what? We're probably going to need space. Game's the game. You don't respect her. Like, because, like, that's the thing. Family is one thing, and, you know, family is a very strong word to both of us, I would say. But at the same time, like, your wife, your spouse, like, that becomes your family, ultimately, at the end. For sure. And that's the person that you personally are spending the rest of your life with. So, for me, if I had to pick that side here, I got to go with medicine. Well, and just to piggyback on that a little more, Peter's mom calls Hannah and her daughter... Yeah. Very shortly after a proposal. So I completely agree with you. Like, your spouse's family is now your family. And there's no way to get around that. Mm -hmm. Now, here's another. Like, I'd be fascinated, fascinated to see what Madison's family thinks of this situation. They, that, I, I don't want to be at their, like, yeah, give, their family. Give me a sideshow with Coach Pruitt and fam in a room. Please don't give us that sideshow. <laughs> don't do it. Because I think it would be fascinating. It's that's that is watching cringeworthy. Yes, that's watching but, hell burn. But fascinating. I I'm not here for that. Just because of the fact that I already said, and you agreed with me. It it just got super. It was awful at the end. It was so uncomfortable. So, oh my God, what like what are we watching here? We are watching a 23-year-old girl get lambasted by a mom. Well, and can you imagine they do work out what that relationship is going to be like or how painfully awkward that's going to be when her parents meet his parents. Like, how are they ever going to? Yeah, uh, yeah, that's what, yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, I don't like, I don't want to be at that Thanksgiving. No, no. thanks. No thanks. I'm no out. Thanks. I'm out. 
No turkey for me. <laughs> I'm good. Um, it was, it was surreal to watch that unfold. And it was surreal in the sense that, first off, Barb, once again, you're just, you're just evil. Like, that, like, that is just, I don't know. What she did to Madison tonight, because she had an opportunity to say, hey, let, let's move forward from this. Let's kind of start new. You know, I understand, you know, you and Peter had, like, an emotional mo moment, an emotional lengthy conversation that kept us waiting. You know, like, that, like that was very important. And even Peter was like, hey, you know, like, this is who I'm with. Like, can you at least, like, try and you know, respect that? And once again, to your point, she goes, you know what? He has to fail to succeed. And you know what? I can't – I don't think I can go forward with this in any way. And I don't think that I received any text messages from family, friends, anyone showing their support for Barb. Not a single person. Every single person who texted me, I every single person, yep. probably four or five people Whatever. Yes. max, who texted me was saying, Barb is evil. Barb is a biatch. There was nothing, not one word said about Barbara. Posit not, not that positive. Was a po yeah, that was positive. positive. And I think how bad she was in this show tonight is evidence of just how crazy this all is. Like, why are we talking about Peter's mother so much? Why is 50% of this episode about what Peter's mom thinks? Yes. <laughs> Strong take. Uh, and it's because... I'm not saying it's wrong, but that's how... It shouldn't, it shouldn't, it, this, but it shouldn't be that. It I should guess. You're this right. isn't the Bab show. It's not. This is about Peter. This is about Madison now. It's, this is about can these two work? And it sucks that we don't get to see what that looks like in the sense of because you're right. We could have spent this moment, this tonight. We could have spent this, you know, that this live portion where Chris is asking, you know, Peter and Madison, you know, how do you see this moving forward? We could have had that. And instead, we didn't get that. We got the opposite. We got, oh, well, how is your family going to integrate with this? And it was, you're right. It feels like that we got robbed a little bit. We were teased all season that this is going to be the most dramatic ending. You were right all along that nobody knows how this thing is going to play out. And ultimately, no one knew. We know we pieced this together slowly as it went on. And so we could have had a real moment here at the end where all the pieces come together in such a beautiful way. And we didn't get that because instead we got Maddie versus Barb in a steel cage match. Totally unrelated. I just opened up Twitter 59 minutes ago. I'm so scared. Colton Underwood, I just want to know if Pete still lives at home. Followed up by, in other news, I still love Cassie. So there's hope for everybody. <laughs> there is hope for that everybody. That made me laugh. Props I'm to Colton. Uh, Props to Cassie. I uh, I want to go through my tweets here. And it's not like I said anything that I haven't already said. But at this point right now, it feels like the only solution here to Colton's tweet. Peter has to kill his mom, right? This is the only solution here. Uh, I don't know how they get over this. I, I mean, I got texts that said, this is unreal. Your podcast is going to be crazy right now. Let's get Barb on the pod. I, I will be the guest and I will roast her. I'm getting DMs right now from people. Um, can you imagine? Well, if, oh, can oh. you imagine if we got Babs? I, uh, I just got the same text that you got as far as the Spanish thing goes. Yeah. Um. Let's see. I, I'm just trying to scroll through Twitter to see if I see any other yeah. hot takes. So, so once again, Brendan said something along the lines of it's now being you know reported. It's a loose loose term, but translated, hypothesized, uh, loose lip reading. Uh, that she said something that Peter's mom said to his dad, say something bad, you know, like, you know, help me here. Yeah. And this is being like sent to me now. And this whole thing is now just spreading like a wildfire. Uh, so I need to respond real quick. We just talked about this. Brendan, what else do you got? I mean, we can, we could literally spend the next hour here. We've been going for an hour now, right I know. now. I mean, like, how do we wrap this up? Like, what's the best way to come to the conclusion of our first season of, a, of this podcast? I don't know. I mean, what, 
what do you, what do you hope happens? Like, how do you want this to end for Peter? Because at the end of the day, this podcast is about this season of The Bachelor, and Peter is The Bachelor. For me, I'm just somebody. I love this show. I'm obsessed with this show. It's the reason why we do this podcast. I always root for this show. Just that is my general basic principle for the show. I root for it. Whatever happens, I'm a firm believer in this process. Just because I, th- I think I think it's so good. So for me personally, I hope this works out between the two of them. I do too. I hope that Peter can put all the animosity, hatred, whatever you want to call it, that his mom has expressed to the side. And that it's like you said. I hope he can take Madison somewhere, move away from the situation with his parents, and focus on Madison and give it his all to see if he can make that work. Because if he can make that work... And Madison and him can show his parents that this is a genuine and real relationship. I think that they'll be able to mend. I think they'll be Mm -hmm. able to heal. And I think they'll all be able to move forward together. Right. I mean, once again, like, brilliant. Love the way you just put that. You know, and that's kind of like, this comes down to the fact of how it's unfortunate. How does Peter specifically, I think, because it's his family. You know, so the question now becomes, how does he navigate this? Because that's, to me, is the biggest question mark. Yeah. Because he is being pulled now in two different directions, like which I think is so ironic, right? He was being pulled in two different directions between Hannah Ann and Maddie. And Maddie. Maddie left, and he was still being pulled in two different directions even once she left. And now, once again, he's with the girl that he ultimately wanted to be with, and he's once again being pulled in two different, two different directions, and maybe two different stronger directions. Because now you're in the middle and now you have to choose between the love of your life and your family that raised you. Yeah. And how you make that decision, like I said, for me, I know where I personally land on that. But Peter's relationship with his family is probably much stronger than a lot of people's. You yeah. Know? I mean, I think that's clearly evident from the very beginning. Right. And so how do you navigate that? I have no idea. I'm rooting for them. I'm wishing them nothing but the best. Because, like we said, you know, there is something... There is something in rooting for the front runner, and Maddie was the front runner all season long. We've been saying it from the beginning, and so to ultimately see her win, it's kind of like yes, like there is like there is a bit of validation there. There is definitely validation, but it's unfortunate because I don't know. Like you want to like be able to like stand up on your feet and say heck yeah, like she won, Peter won, like they found each other. But it was just like at the end of the day, at the end of the episode tonight, it was just anticlimactic. Very anticlimactic. Because, and it sucked. Because, yeah, because they drained the energy from the room. Yeah. It turned so toxic, and that's not what this show is supposed to be about. No. You know, and it's unfortunate, and like I said, we wish them all the best. I think you're in agreement with that as well. It's tough. It's tough. And unfortunately, I don't have much else to add to this. I mean, I feel like we covered everything. I know. It's and been... it's tough because I don't want it to end. I don't... But guess what? We will be back. We will be we'll back. We'll be back and stronger than ever. We will be back. We are going to do a Bachelorette podcast. Same time, same place. Sunday and Monday nights. Well, yeah. Well, weekends and then either Monday night, Tuesday morning, whenever. We are going to do the Bachelorette. Claire, excited for that. It's going to be crazy, I think. Looking forward to it. Um, that, I'm going to say this right now. The way we do our bachelorette podcast is going to be very different from the way that we do our current podcast. Oh, for sure. And just for me personally, sometimes it's so hard to watch the bachelorette. Yeah. Right. Because I just can't stand the dudes. So I can't, we're going to find, it's going to be brutal. We're going to find, I'm doing it for you. We're going to, we're doing it for you. (laughs) We're going to find a way to cook, to cook some dudes, uh, probably turn it into a little bit more of a, of a jab thing, kind of, more or less. I'm going to have to start doing some push-ups yeah. to make myself feel good. For after sure. The... It's uh, it's going to be a completely different dynamic. It's something I'm very much looking forward to. Unfortunately, I don't know what we're going what we're going to do in the meantime. Like, we don't have an episode now for... we may- got some stuff in the works. Maybe a few months. We, we are discussing... we got some stuff in the works. We are. If we're talking about the same thing, then yes. Yes. We are talking I'm about the same thing. I'm keeping my fingers yes. crossed. I, I know you are. I, I am as well. We are. I don't want to close the door prematurely. We're, we're on the list. That's all I'm going to say. We're on Blessed. the list. Uh, and with that, thank you all so much for listening to our first season. We appreciate you. Seriously, this all came together really quickly, and it's been great. It's been fun. 
I can't wait to do this more moving forward. So thank you for listening. We appreciate you. This has been awesome. I'm so glad that we were able to put this together on the fly. It was. We both bought into this immediately. Yeah. It was such a fun idea. Like As we've said so many times, this is something that we talk about naturally anyway. So why not bring it to the people? I will say this. Our first season of doing this, we did, we've, been doing, we've been doing this for five weeks now. We have over 200 listeners, or 200 views. Yeah. Clicks, total. It's been... I mean, awesome. that sounds like... That doesn't sound like a lot, but... For me, on the least. fly, but that's the thing. For me, you know, I've I've done, I have had some media success in the past, but yes, for you especially, like you're jumping into this like blind. For sure, you have no idea what you have no idea what's going on. But just to like even get feedback from like friends and family about how, like that they like it, that enjoy it, like that's enough for me. The Snapchat. Like, I'm not like right. we're not doing this for no, fame. No, for sure. No, for sure. Like we're not sitting here in my house right now. Like we're just shooting the shit we're just two dudes shooting. Try, trying to plan and scheme how we're gonna make a lot of money we're like we're just no. doing this because we love the show for sure you know i i love getting the snapchat from people that put this on during like their drive either to work or to class and they're like hey we appreciate lo- you love like you know love listening to this podcast you know we appreciate it's you. been so fun thank you so much for letting us into your phones into your earbuds into your ears brendan my man it's been a pl- Oh my god, that pop was incredible. Uh, Look at that. I hope I hope that comes out smooth I on hope, the mic. I hope it does too. Thank you all so much for listening. If you enjoyed, be sure to subscribe. I don't know when we'll be back. But this, we will be back. But we will be back. So hopefully stay tuned for that. Uh, leave us a review if you enjoyed this first season. Tell your friends. As one always, person. It's a domino a new, a new listener. For sure. It only takes one. And remember, for the final time this season... You aren't in your feelings, you just have a case of the Mondays. Peace.